1: Again, and thanks for tuning in. So happy to have you here on another episode of Mum's the Word. This week, as you could tell by the title of this episode, which is Happy Place Birthing, we are talking everything positive related to birth. And our guest is Annika Frey, who is originally from Germany. Um, but now lives in Ireland and as you'll hear she has a fantastic accent which I love so it's very easy to listen to her. Annika Frey and her husband Dennis moved to Ireland in 2010 and after dipping her toe into the entrepreneurial world Annika ended up with her own market stall selling cake pops and chocolates. This leaves a lot of time for her to spend with their two children and follow new dreams and passion projects. After having a life-changing experience giving birth to her second son at home in the water Annika has started a blog sharing Happy Birth Stories. That work inspired her to then create an online program packed with tools to prepare body and mind for labor. And here she is sharing her story and about all the work that she's doing. And uh, very excited for you to have... Um, this episode coming down to you in, uh, in the radio waves of iTunes or wherever you are listening. But also um, what's so exciting for me is that Annika is actually a listener of the podcast and she, uh, yeah, she decided to reach out and, and, and come on board. And if that's you, someone who's got a lovely story to share, then I'd also love to hear from you and, and that you're giving back to the community that, you, um, that you're participating in. And um, yeah, enjoy the episode. Happy to have you here again this week. Hey, Annika, all the way over there in Europe, getting up very early for us to be on our podcast here in Australia. Thank you for joining us. I'd love for you to share with the listeners all about yourself.
0: Hi, Carson thank you for having me. I'm really, really excited and delighted to be here. It's um, five in the morning <laughs> over know. here in I know,
1: dedication. <laughs>
0: uh, thank you. <laughs> so, um, yeah, where do I start? I was born and raised in Germany. Uh, where I met my husband in 2009, and uh, we married very, very young. I was 21, but I just knew he was the right one. And then we moved to Ireland in 2010 um, because of our job situation. So we were searching for a job, and we moved to Ireland because we found one here. He found one here, and I found one then too. And uh, 2012, I was pregnant with our first child. And then two thousand fourteen I got pregnant for the second time. So we have two little boys and uh yesterday actually it was the birthday of my my little one. He turned one. Aww. So they're one and three now. Yeah, I know. It's like wow, time flies. That's know? a big
1: milestone. And they're very close together too. And they're two boys. So I take my hat off to you.
0: Ah, they're they're just beautiful. They're beautiful to see and like they, they learn and grow and change and teach me so much. Absolutely. About, ah, so beautiful.
1: <laughs> and, and I must say also expat parenting, which is also another challenge, and I know that myself, so another hat off to you there.
0: It, um, yeah, yeah, thank you. Thanks, I received that compliment.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know the challenge of having my family help uh, and time out that way. But I'd love to hear more and for you to share with the listeners really what, um, yeah, your story and what got you into the work that you're doing. We we want to connect.
0: Uh, yeah, so I had a really positive birth experience with my first in the hospital here in Cork and um, I afterwards I felt empowered and strong and... Um, and i really wanted to learn more about this amazing time in a woman's life when when you're pregnant and when you're making a baby and birthing it and and just like the the miracle itself making another human being um i felt very overwhelmed in my first pregnancy by all the different information that is out there so at one point i just stopped reading but then having this beautiful birth experience i wanted to know more and i wanted to learn more so um i read a lot of course i learned about breastfeeding um and like baby bearing and all of that when i was was um, a first time mom a new mom and um and I binge watched *Call the Midwife*. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like seeing all of that, and that got me thinking, like because I was at a point in my life where I said, like, okay, I need, I need new direction. I need to go somewhere else in my career as well. Um, and um, I played with the with the idea of becoming a midwife, um, but. Life had other plans. So there were was other stuff coming along and I went with it. I, I, I'm pretty much somebody who goes with the flow wherever it leads me. And so when I learned about doulas, um I also considered being like doing a doula training. But then I the commitment scared me because I wanted to be there for my boys when when they turn one, when they turn fifteen, whatever, you know, when when they have their birthday, when they have um When they have something important in their life and I don't want to live on somebody else's schedule. That's the whole point of like when I left my my corporate job that I didn't want to live on somebody else's schedule. So um, then being in that work as a midwife or as a doula and and being on the jump and on the call all the time, uh, it isn't for me. No, I think with me, little you know? children
1: as well, it's a big challenge and you really need your other half or your support network to really be there for you because yeah, yes. you're getting called away in the middle of the night and you don't know how long you're going to be. And that's for both both roles, doula and midwife or birth photographer.
0: Yeah, everything that is connected to being present at somebody else's birth is like you have to kind of put your life back a bit and I wasn't up for it that like and I'm really happy that I'm really clear about that in yeah. in my own like yeah so I'm really clear on what I want and what I don't want and um, so but then I got pregnant for the second time Um, and I was determined to have a water birth because I really wanted one on my first one but I couldn't um, my waters broke and then they wouldn't let me in the pool and here in Cork they, or they only have one pool in the hospital and you can't really give birth in there. You can just labor in there. So um, the water birth wasn't an option with the hospital birth here. So I went for the water birth and or the, the home birth and got in touch with my midwife. And... Um, and yeah so i i planned one i just went with it and got in touch with her and said like here this is what i want and she was like oh that's perfect and and um we saw each other then and it was just there was this bond between us she's just her name is elke and she works here in west cork and all the ladies all the pregnant ladies with home birth here in west cork know her and she's just Brilliant. So, I want to give her a quick shout out. Like, Elke, <laughs> is she I German? love you. <laughs>
1: Elke? She, it sounds like a German name. She is German. Yes.
0: Yeah. She, she is. But she's living here in Ireland for, I think, over 30 years and doing this work here. And she, she delivered over 500 babies at this stage. And she's just a beautiful, beautiful light worker, beautiful birth worker. And so, you would have yeah. been
1: able to speak in German with her during the birth, which would have been nice. <laughs>
0: That was lovely actually to speak in my mother tongue and to have somebody there reassuring me in my mother tongue. So yeah, that was, was a big point for her, why I choose her. I like we have a list here in here in um Ireland of midwives and you can contact them, the midwife um you chose and but it's um from the HSC, so from the national um public health service sponsored. So um I didn't have to pay anything for it. It was all free. So when, you, when you're pregnant in Ireland, you look after. It's, it's really good. And in yeah. Germany? Mm, in Germany, it's normally uh, hospitals. So you can go to the hospital and birth there. Uh, a home birth would like... I know that some do it now. I don't know if you have to pay for your midwife and for all the procedures and stuff like that. Right, But right. Yeah, I'm not informed about that. <laughs> and,
1: get, and that's okay. And get well, you don't live there, and you haven't lived there for a long time. But getting back to your first birth, I mean, what was it about that birth that made you want to do it? Um, I guess uh, you know, in water the second time, or and and at home if you want to share about that.
0: I um, I was in hospital because uh, they suspected preeclampsia um, with my first. My blood pressure was high, and I had a headache. There was nothing else that pointed into that direction. And my blood pressure was high because I was walking stairs before my doctor and my GP uh, had a listen. That's what I suspect. <laughs> so you didn't have any but of the swelling
1: or anything like that?
0: No, no. So there was very little evidence on it. But I didn't know enough to like just say like, oh no, I want to go home because that would have been my choice. But I didn't. And, um, I stayed in there, and then, while I was in there, my waters broke, and then there was that thing that i I tried to get the labor going. I went to for a walk and went up and down the stairs and, and bounced on the birthing ball and really like tried
1: come, baby, but, come, but
0: ah, baby comes mm-hmm. when the baby comes, you know i like they they decide if they're ready or not, mm-hmm. but and then they I, that was sun, saturday evening and sunday morning i tried to get the labor going because they said to me like well if, if it's like after 18 hours i think you have to get the antibiotics and i didn't want them <laughs> um but they gave them to me anyway then because i wasn't informed enough there is it again Like it's all I like with my first birth experience. It's all about the not being informed enough, not knowing enough, and uh, then they induced me. They um, they didn't even bother with the gel because my water was broken already. So they they put the drip on, and it just the first contraction came, and from that first contraction, on every two minutes, I had a contraction so it was very intense and i was determined to not like have any drugs in my system when i when i birthed this baby i wanted to be fully present and fully aware of what is going on with my body and i wanted to do this on my own because i thought for 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 thousands of years women did that on their own you know i
1: hear you. they i
0: hear you. they yeah so i i really wanted that but I was in the induction room and I was uh, vocalizing um, my contractions and and the nurse came in and she looked really worried. And was like, "Can you cope? Are you okay?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm fine. I'm just working through these contractions." And she was like, "Yeah, you're scaring the other women, so please do it. Like, you know,
1: turn it Oh my god! Really? I was like,
0: oh, all right. <laughs> um, I try, but I can't promise. <laughs>
1: Should have just um, said at that I'm, point. I'm German. <laughs> yeah,
0: I should have. <laughs> Probably, I should have. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because if my experience of living in Europe is that you know people from the you know the British colony they're a little bit uh, quieter in lots of things, and then the Europeans are quite vocal. If I might generalize <laughs> completely, so that might have saved you.
0: That's true. That might have saved me. But um I didn't. She um she kept going coming in and offering me pathogen and uh, because I didn't know and here it is again, I didn't know about what pathogen does to your system. And I was already in um I think it was transition because I was like, oh my god, I can't do this. I I'm I'm like this is too much, this is too too intense, and I don't know if I can deal with this for much longer. Um and so when she came in and offered me it for like I felt it was the fifteenth time or the twentieth time already. Um, I I took it and and they gave me a shot of pathogen and that like it didn't slow anything down. It just made me she said it will take the edge off, but it made me really dizzy. It made me really sleepy. And the only thing that saved me in that moment was eating a bag of uh salt and vinegar crisps. <laughs> because <laughs> That woke me straight up, right straight back in. Um and I was there fully again. I said, so like, listen, I, I really think we need we need to get out of the induction room. I'm like, do you have a space for me? Because this baby is coming out. And um um I was lucky enough they had they had a delivery seat for me and as soon as we arrived there, I had the urge to push. Um so I got onto the bed but on all fours and uh, I hold on um to the top of, of the bed and they tried to give me gas and air but with the experience with the pathogen beforehand I, I took one breath and I was like, no, this is this is tuning me out and that is exactly what I don't want. So then I was there and it took me they 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 stopped me from pushing until they were sure I was dilated enough and and I had to turn on my back that was the worst part I think in labor then turning on my back and letting them have a look if I'm dilated enough and then I turned back around and uh, my partner was directly next to my head and whenever a push would end he would guide me to my happy place and it's um my happy place is, is um is a real place on the philippines it is a waterfall where i felt present for the first time in my adult life so where i wasn't worrying about anything that has happened to me and i wasn't worrying about anything in the future i was just there and that is such an incredible feeling and i use that happy place when i got my tattoos i have quite a few tattoos whenever i got a tattoo i use that happy place to center me and balance me and deal with with the pressure or the pain and welcoming it instead of, of just like you know getting tense and making it worse so he knew about this and intuitively he led me to this happy place and described it to me and was like, can you see the waterfall? Can you, can you hear um, hear the water falling? Can you feel the sunshine on your skin? And so in between pushes, whenever I would come out of a push, he would remind me and I would go there and it would relax me instantly. And then I would come back ready for, for the next push, for the next contraction.
1: And had and you so discussed that, sorry to interrupt had you discussed that before the birth that that's what you want him to do or that was just his instinct at that time i mean it sounds like it just yeah i mean it's so beautiful and that support but was that something that it was just intuitive for him or innate well
0: we 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 talked about like how i deal with the with the pain when i get when i get a tattoo done you know mm-hmm. but we hadn't discussed it about the about the birth no that came out of nowhere it was just his instinct eh? saying like like, she needs this now. This is what she needs. She doesn't need any more drugs to, to numb her. She needs to be present in this moment and needs to be relaxed. And that's why he did it. And amazing. it worked beautifully. It was just amazing. And um, seven pushes, baby was there then. I turned on my back and I breastfed him and we had skin to skin. And it was just beautiful, a beautiful, beautiful experience. And I felt so strong so empowered so happy about this and then like the time in the hospital afterwards wasn't lovely mm-hmm. <laughs> um i had to fight to breastfeed my baby there is a culture of bottle feeding here in ireland i don't understand I'm like your your body is so amazing and it makes food for for your baby and I'm really happy that if a woman can't breastfeed, you know, for medical reasons or whatever, that there is an alternative. But I don't, I don't get the whole topping up with bottles or going for the bottle straight away and not even trying, not even trying to breastfeed and let that like that that wonderful support you have from your body to nurture your child, uh, not even get a chance to try it out
1: no, so I yeah I understand so I'd love and for you to so, share how you went from from that birth experience to the work that you're doing now
0: and just obviously oh you yes kind of
1: use the same name but could you share with the listeners obviously what you do now but how that all came about
0: definitely so in my second pregnancy um, around 17 weeks I I got very sick I couldn't lift my legs anymore I was in yoga and she was like and on all fours and so she was like and now lift your your back leg and I'm like I can't actually I can't <laughs> so I had a hormonal imbalance called SPD symphysis pubis pubis dysfunction I know you you know probably Absolutely. more about I it than me <laughs>
1: an on that for people. Yes. yes
0: yeah definitely so yeah but um I couldn't lift my legs anymore from 17 weeks on, I was on crutches most of the time and I had a lot of time sitting around. So thinking back to my first birth experience and um, a midwife had asked me, did you do any hypnobirthing? And I didn't even know what that was at the time. So I was like, no, this was just like me and my partner doing our thing, you know, so uh, it got me interested and I did a lot of research so i was sitting there and i did a lot of research and i watched documentaries like the business of being born and other youtube videos about birth and there is loads of information out there and i filtered it and i i got out of it the things that made sense to me and um and i learned in that process, that there was a lot of intervention. Although I thought I had a natural labor in the hospital, there was a lot of um, unnecessary intervention um, with my first. So I didn't want that that time around. So I just wanted to so, make it
1: really clear. A lot of people make that distinction where if the baby came out vaginally, that they think they've had a natural birth. So there's an assumption that if it came out the right way, you know, or let's say um, the natural way,
0: the natural yeah leave,
1: you know at the vagina rather than the section that they've had a natural birth but actually a natural birth is where there's no intervention no medication um yeah that you, you did it on your own basically so that's good that you make that point so we can make that distinction
0: and that was exactly what i had then for my labor so i prepared over all these these months i used affirmations and meditations to prepare my mind i used body and breath work to prepare my my body and and um i had this beautiful beautiful labor here in 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 our living room where i'm sitting right now in the birthing pool i um after a three-hour labor i lifted my boy i i catch caught caught my boy in the water so wait like before the last push I was able to to feel down and touch his head and feel his hair and then there was the last push and I was able to lift him through the water up through the water and onto my chest and welcome him and I was the first person to touch him and I I remembered this moment so clearly before the last push I was so there I was so calm. I saw the picture of my happy place on our, on our big screen because that was what I wanted there, like a picture of the waterfall. And um, I remember just being very clear and all the sense. It was like time stood still. And I remember on that evening thinking, why don't more women know about this? Why don't more women know about this? it can be so beautiful it can be such a beautiful magical powerful experience and you access the power within and you will never forget that and and um so fast forward six months like of course we had to find our rhythm as a family of four and and all of that you know but um fast forward six months i I I thought like I need, I, I was still there in my head, you know, and I felt like I need to spread this message. I need to spread this message that it is possible to have a beautiful birth experience. There is no reason for fear. There is no reason to be afraid of this. There is no reason to shut down and go into overwhelm and not, not inform yourself about birth. And your options in birth there and so I am um, I started with myself I started with my two very different but both beautiful birth experiences and um, and I start I, I shared them on on a happy birth story blog i um, called meet me at my happy place because that was just the perfect title for it in my head mm-hmm. <laughs> because I met my children at my happy place um, I, I was in a very happy state when I met them. And um, and then I went searching. I went searching and I asked in my parenting groups on Facebook and, you know, the, the women around me and all of that for happy birth stories. To Because in my second pregnancy, that was a big part of me being so trusting and being so calm. Because I read so many birth stories. Like one of the be- most beautiful books I've read is Journey into Motherhood. And it's just like all these different positive birth stories. It's, it's not about natural birth. It's about the, the point that, that women look back on their birth experience and say it was beautiful. I, I brought my baby into this world the way I wanted it. I made all these decisions, and I, I like. Don't get me wrong. There's no perfect birth. Like on my on my my birth preference plan, or like you called it in in I think episode 17. I listened to that yesterday mm-hmm, evening. Mm-hmm. By the way, it's it's gorgeous. With it's beautiful, yeah, it's great one. A birth, oh, it was the birth wishes.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, with Emily. So
0: yeah, um, let's go with the birth wishes because I th- I think that is beautiful, or the birth preference plan, um. I had so many things written down, and some of them didn't didn't work out, you know. But all my non-negotiables were met, and I think that <laughs> I like is that a, the
1: non-negotiables.
0: Yeah, there are non-negotiables. There, there is like certain points in your birth plan. They need highlighting. They need like this is non-negotiable. There is no way this is done to me or to my unborn child or to my baby when it's born, and. Um, so there. Uh, where was I? Oh yes, yeah. And and so I um I searched for happy birth stories, and um, every Sunday now I put a Sunday story up on my blog, and um, every Thursday I talk about the tools that helped creating this positive birth experience and what you can use to prepare for your birth. And um, while I was um, doing this and, and, and just getting deeper and deeper and learning more and more about it, I thought like it would be beautiful to share my, my tools that help me, in a in a wider way to, it's more, it's not about teaching so much. It's more about enabling women to access the power within them, to access the, the strength the will the power that they have within them so i created an online program called happy place birthing um and that's what what my website is called as well happyplacebirthing.com and where you can find it and it's um it's into four modules. So it's the affirmations, the meditations to prepare your mind, um, the body and breath work I did over the course of of my pregnancy. And then I was actually able to put the happy place method into like the happy place method I used while I was pushing into words, into visualizations, into guided meditations. So you can actually use that, that method for your own birth if that is something that you're interested in and um, I have a couple of testers and uh, the first one of them is due in August so I'm waiting for the first happy place birthing baby to be born at the moment the so this is very birther. exciting yeah, yeah. yes exactly or the first happy place baby yeah. <laughs> well it, it, technically it would be the third happy place baby because when yes, you count my two true. you know yeah. so yeah. yes yeah and um I had I had a really good time creating that program, and it um, connected me to that my essence, kinda, mm-hmm. my strength within. Absolutely, and,
1: um, yeah. You don't have to explain that to me. I get it. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. it's transitional and transcendent.
0: It 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 is just such a transformation. It's such a beautiful time, and in our culture, there's not a lot of celebrating milestones you know like in in other cultures yeah like when you have your first period or when when your voice changes or whatever as a as a boy you you get that initiation into the adult world kind of but for for the trans transformation from being a woman to being a mom into motherhood you know you have that beautiful time of pregnancy that 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 transition time, and then the event of birth itself. So I would ask every single woman to see that as a celebration, as a point of initiation into motherhood. And don't be afraid of it. Go into it with excitement and and confidence because you're not the first one doing this and you won't be the last one doing this. And it is such a beautiful, beautiful experience you are given, you know take it take it in completely like i i if you are the one who wants to numb yourself with drugs and not have anything to do with it fine that's your choice you know but you are robbing yourself from a wonderful experience and from something that you can look back on and connect to and and feel feel instantly amazing there are situations in motherhood in life where you that are not ideal, where you feel tired and exhausted and and maybe you can't just you think I can't do this any longer and then you think back to your birth and say like I did this. I was able to go through this. I was able to make that transition and I had the power and strength in me. I can do whatever is in front of me. I can deal with whatever is coming there.
1: So I would definitely love you, Annika, to share um, an affirmation with the listeners because you know I'm sure you have many and you're so empowered um, with your work. I'd love for you to share its meaning and also how you apply it in your life.
0: Well, one labor-specific one is, I trust my body to know how to birth this child and i love that in labor just seeing it i had it written out and i colored it and it's in the program as well to color in to to have that in front of you then when when you're laboring and um i i trust my body to know how to birth this child is it it's just so centering and so beautiful but what i use a lot in my in my own life now in motherhood is the affirmation I am enough, I do enough, and I have enough. I, I have a full day, you know, I have two little children, we have a chocolate business, uh, we have a market st- stall and a chocolate business, and, and, and I do this birth work now, and I do coaching as well for, for women to, to access their essence. And um, so whenever I feel like I have this negative self-talk about like I am oh, I should do more or this is not enough, I go back, I step back and I say like, I am enough, I do enough and I have enough. And yeah, that, that helps me. Oh, lot. it's
1: an important message for every mom, that's for sure. <laughs> um, yeah. Could you share with us a time maybe when you struggled? I know you're a listener, so you know we ask everyone on um um, on every episode, if they could share a time that was maybe not so easy, and and just yeah, what did you learn, or how did you get out of it, personally or professionally?
0: Well, when 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 I was um, when I was pregnant with my second, I I had the SPD and we had financial problems, and it it wasn't. I couldn't look after my toddler as well. So you know, it it was it was hard. It was hard being on crutches. I'm a doer. I'm a, I'm I'm like I get I get up in the morning and I keep running, you know. And then I I make my I do my naps in between and I take care of myself. But then I do again. And so I I was bound to the couch, and and even though I could move my upper body, my legs wouldn't follow through. Um, and so I. I don't know if it's tied to the pregnancy or if it just was was a, a comeback of of my condition. But I was depressed in pregnancy. I was. I felt very very in a very dark place. Um, a lot of times in in my second pregnancy, and um, when when the birth was over and we were in a better financial situation and like all these outside factors changed it didn't change inside me i still was in that bad place and i still was was had all these negative thoughts and and i knew i had to turn to to my tools that i learned over like i'm i'm suffering from depression on and off for the last 15 years so i knew what to do you know and i went back to my list my emergency list that i have for when i suffer from depression so like okay i'm gonna start this i need to start all these things or like at least like one at a time of course but start introducing these things back into my life and so i started daily meditation i started daily exercising Um, I started watching my diet very closely, which led to to me stopping processed sugar completely in uh, last December. And like all these different changes I made, they actually led to me not having a blue day in the last six months, not a single one. I of course I have my moments where I'm sad or like the the news of the world make me sad or I'm overwhelmed in in situations with my children because they will challenge you they will challenge you every single day <laughs> but um, but I I I didn't go back into that black hole I was in in pregnancy and so yeah I I um, and then this was was what led to me going into that coaching role because I found out for myself what helped me and now I hand on the tools that I came across and and the women I work with they can then take from that toolbox whatever suits their life and and their their situation yeah yeah and thanks that's for what for sharing I that
1: thanks for sharing that personal story um I'd love if you could uh, share with us, if you you know, knowing what you know now, and I know you've read up a lot and you've have a lot more experience now as a mum, what would you tell yourself um, that first time in pregnancy, or would you like to share um, with mums that have a baby in their belly now? What would you share with them as a as a good piece of advice?
0: <sighs> to relax, to to breathe, to not let yourself get overwhelmed. Collect pieces, you know, pieces of information, whatever comes your way. Soak it up. Um, Try not to read it all at once. Try to gather information over time and start as soon as possible to get very clear on what your perfect birth would look like so that you can actually prepare for it. Not only in the physical world with like getting the birth pool or something like that, but also getting crystal clear in your mind and um, being able to, to work towards it, like get informed what your care provider provides or what you have to bring and all of that kind of stuff, yes. But also internally, drop into your body, ask yourself and trust your intuition what is right for you and your baby. Because deep down, you know. Yeah, and just relax into it and and trust that voice within.
1: And what about the best advice that you ever received?
0: (laughs) That was on my wedding day um, and it was my dad. My dad took me into his arms and gave me a big hug and then he looked at me very serious and he said, like, you know, don't forget the humor. Don't you ever forget to laugh with each other, and and no matter what life throws at you, find find the positive and and the funny angle on it, and I think that was the best advice ever given. Because now yeah. when I when I'm challenged by my kids or when I have a difficult situation too. Um, to deal with, it's really, it's good to know that at the end of the day, I can sit down with my partner and we have that ritual of when the kids are in bed, we don't do anything else for the next 20 to 40 minutes and just drink a tea together and chat about our day um, and, and about things that are are going on. and um, And it's so good to know that I can sit there and just laugh about what happened you know <laughs> with him. so yeah that was the best advice ever given to me definitely no
1: I like it I love it um if you could share also some of the um invaluable resources that have helped you along the way whether they be books or or other websites I'd love for you to share those with the listeners
0: well that the journey into motherhood was um a book yeah. that really really helped me with all the stories and um I mentioned the the business of being born as well it's um it's a very American documentary, very American tied, but it gives you a lot of valuable information. Oh know it's
1: fantastic, eye opener. I yeah. also recommend that to everyone. And they did a second one, which had four-part series as well, and that was that was also great. But the first one, it's almost a must-see just to know about that cascade that can happen and, and that happened to you basically. I mean, you didn't have the whole the whole shebang, but um, it looked like things were heading that way.
0: Yeah, I, like seeing that then I was really happy that I didn't go into emergency C section, you know. I I didn't like I avoided it kind of I ditched it last last minute. But um uh, also what I love for a different point of view for a kind of like it's called offbeathome.com. Uh, it's a website and it's it's tied to the offbeatbride.com which is like most of of the people I know know it uh, but it's all about alternative parenting alternative living alternative family situations and alternative pregnancy shoots and decisions in pregnancy and I just love that website it it, um, it, it um, opens you up it opens your mind up to different possibilities I think the, the most Impressive story I've read on there was a, a woman birthing into a water tank and letting coys guide her baby up through the water. So that was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, so
1: that was Offbeat Home and the other one you said was Offbeat Bride. Isn't there also Offbeat Mama or is that something different? I-
0: there was Offbeat Mama and it got changed to Offbeat Families and now she merged it into Offbeat Homes. Oh, so that is so, the one.
1: Okay. So it's that like is homes the one. With an S on the end. Yes. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, I've seen Offbeat Mama before as well. Okay, that's great. Exactly. And um, of course, I'd love for you to share again all, uh, all your details so people can find out more about the coaching program and, of course, your blog. And I'm sure people would love to share on your blog as well. And I'm sure you're open to that. And anything else you want to share with the listeners?
0: So, yeah, I I definitely, I urge you, if you have a beautiful, positive story to tell, and I don't care if it's a C-section or a natural birth at home or in the birthing center, if it makes you smile looking back on it, I would love to share it on my blog. I would love to put it on there, feature you there. And, um, yeah, I would love to hear from you. My blog is called Meet Me at My Happy Place. Um, it, it's on the website happyplacebirthing.com. Um, you can find on that website also my my online program, and I wanted to to um, offer for the moms the word listeners um, a special dis- you. Um, at the moment, <laughs> you're so welcome. At the moment, it's priced at 197 euros, but I would um, love to give you a discount so you can get it for 155 euros uh, because I want to invite so many more women to really um, experience what I experienced and have the tools that I have and it's it really boiled down into 5 to 15 minutes le- lessons so you don't need to spend all that time I spent sitting on the couch researching, um, it's all in very short bursts um, and and you can just prepare daily or every second day, that depends on how you find your time, it's a membership website so you can have access to it 24 7 Um all the way through and is, and is there it's, a code um,
1: or something that they need to enter
0: oh yes for the discount it's um mtw oh, so mom's the easy. word thank you yes yeah. exactly and do and, you have uh, a
1: facebook page Annika, or something else
0: i have a facebook page for the happy place birthing as well yeah okay, that's facebook.com yeah. and then forward slash and then um happy place birthing and um, for the work i do Next to it or where I progressed to is, um, it's the coaching work. Um, and that can be found at happyplaceliving.com. Gotcha. Um, because yeah, why not use the tools that I use for the birthing? Use use that for the living as well. Um, because I do. I have affirmations all around the house, and and I do my meditations daily, and all of that. And I um I share a lot of like breathing exercises and um, and uh, meditations, and but also practical tools for your mindset and for your your physical life in in group program it's called elemental transformation and because when we are supported through a transformation through a a transition time in our life uh, with tools that help go against that fear or go like help us go through that fear better um it's much easier to move forward and to move forward fast you know um and so i do like the next group um group life experience so it's with life calls will start on the 8th of july okay um, so just in time and there is an early bird on until the 1st of july um for for that group experience um and i do also one-to-one coaching work with with women um and um just to get them to get them clear on their vision. I help women get clear on their vision, what they want from their life, what, is, what are their dreams they want to pursue, and then get into movement, into motion, into that action. transition <laughs> period, into action, yes, yeah. yeah. Not be frozen by action, not be be full of fear, but, uh, but learn how to trust your intuition, your instincts, and that you can actually follow your heart's desire without being stuck in pain or fear or or, um, or just be, being frozen. So yeah, that's that's what I do now next to the the birthing blog. So. I yeah, think all and of that's, that is available that's where you can find on the show
1: notes as well. So, if anyone's not sure and they um, have issues and they w- don't want to push pause and rewind and pause and rewind, I do send this out in a newsletter every week. So, if you wanted to subscribe to get the newsletters um, from Mum's the Word directly to your inbox, it's mum's the word and you can sign up there. And that way, you will get the show notes from that day forward of all the episodes. Or you can also check on the wellnesscatch.com all the previous episodes, the show notes are listed there. Or you can also look at the, the little I information. Uh, uh, symbol as you're listening on your iPhone um, in the podcast app and you can also find the show notes there. And I try to make them hyperlinked, which means if you click on them, they'll open up on the website directly. So there's lots of ways that you can find out about what we're talking about on all the episodes without having to go rewind. I do try to make it easy for you. I wanted to thank you Annika so much um, really obviously for the work that you do and Germany's loss is definitely Cork's gain. I, I love I love I love I love listening to the little R's the the Irish coming into the German it's um I am very curious how your children sound um, yeah, as well, because I'm sure they pick up on your, your accent as well. And um, anyway, it's very lovely to listen to you and, and your message. And well, once again, thank you for getting up at 5 a.m. in the morning to be here for, for us. We are global, but as you know, I'm in Australia. So yeah, sometimes we just have to make things work for the listeners and for the, for the greater good of the birthing world. So thank you for mu- uh, very much for giving back. And uh, I can't wait to share your message with everybody.
0: Thank you, Cass. Thank you so much for having me. It was beautiful to be here.
1: (laughs) And and what was so super special is that you're actually um, a listener. So you just happened to reach out to me and and thought that you were a good fit, which you were. So um, if someone's listening out there and they feel the same, then definitely reach out. And um, I love hearing um, back from listeners how this podcast is changing um, either their world or people in their own world's uh, lives. And, um, yeah, it's just really lovely to connect to connect thanks to Skype and um, technology with people all around the world doing similar work and trying to empower women. So, yeah, awesome. Thank you.
0: I, I found your, your podcast and it it was so oh my god there are others out there doing the same work and I loved hearing all all the different views and oh I love your podcast so yes that's why (laughs) I I reached out because I felt so connected with you on some level thank you you. thank you Yeah. yeah
1: yeah no it's nice to know we're all fighting the good fight in all corners of the world so um yeah blessings to you
0: oh thank you bye bye Thank you for joining us on this episode of Mums the Word. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, and join us on our Facebook page to help us share the message to more mums all over the world. We look forward to having you join us again next time, here on your trusted source for all mums everywhere, Mums the Word.